Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Starseed Radio Academy, empowering Starseed to better serve the planet. Welcome to Starseed Radio Academy. It's Tuesday, June 13th, 2017, and I'm your host, Ariel Taylor, with my co-hosts, Lavendar and Anastasia. We have two Starseed Quests to Arkansas coming up. The first one is in August, the 18th to the 21st, for the Harmonic Convergence, and there will be a total solar eclipse as well as a new moon for that one. The second one is for Pleiadian Lineup, which is November 17th through 20th, and another new moon for that one as well. Our Starseed Quests seem to be escalating to a new, higher level each time, And it's wonderful to have so many returning. More than half of our last group were alumni. This is a soul family reunion, and only starseeds with at least one natal marking at galactic degree are eligible. This event has been redesigned to cover four days, making it much more affordable than the week-long quests. And for more info, please write to crystals, that is plural, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L-S, at starseedhotline.com. Our show this evening is one of sharing some beautiful starseed souls and their stories of empowerment and reuniting with their soul family. Since 2012, we've had 18 starseed gatherings in Arkansas, the crystal capital of the world. People have come from New Zealand, Australia, Norway, Slovenia, Russia, Switzerland, Germany, England, Ireland, and all across the U.S. and Canada because they felt the call of their family and the crystals. And what you'll be hearing tonight is the result in the individual lives of those who came. And as I said earlier, each group has more and more alumni returning for another step up. These events continue to evolve as the frequency keeps getting higher, so it's never the same twice, but each time has continuity with previous groups, which contributes to this escalation. Because of the different geographic time zones, some of our alumni couldn't join us this evening, but we're so grateful to those who are here with us tonight to tell you their Starseed Quest story. And to all of our over 300 alumni Thank you for joining us in Arkansas and for being on the planet. And if anyone listening feels the call to join us and wants more info, just send an email to crystals at starseedhotline.com. At the top of the show, it's Anastasia's Starseed News, bringing topics of interest to starseeds that you won't hear in the mainstream. And we'd like to thank Jada and Tammy for hosting the switchboard tonight for anyone who has a question about this event. You can check out our online Starseed community at starseedhotline.ning.com, and it's a safe place to connect with other starseeds thanks to Tammy's dedication and help with our forum. You can download our shows on iTunes or right here on Blog Talk Radio. And if you'd like to show your support of our program, please click follow on our page here and you'll get our weekly show notices. The toll-free number for StarseedHotline.com is 888-881-0881. 
The Stage 1 starseed confirmations are based on Lavendar's discovery of star markings and your natal astrological chart, and the Stage 2 session is a one-on-one phone session available with Lavendar, Anastasia, or myself. For those who need healing of any kind, whether emotional, physical, spiritual, for yourself, your pets, Tammy's powerful remote sessions will make a difference. And if you have a birthday coming up, don't miss out on your 10 hours of power. You can find out when that happens by requesting your solar return timing. And please remember, if you want an interpretation of that chart, you'll need to order it about two months ahead of time. So first this evening, I would like to introduce Anastasia with her wonderful Starseed News. Hello, Anastasia. (laughs) Good evening, Ariel. Good evening, Lavendar, all of our listeners. Great to be back with you on this warm, warm uh, evening here. It's going to be summer soon, and I'm happy to report that my tomatoes are are blooming and uh, they're putting on fruit. Remember last year I told you there were no bees to pollinate my tomatoes. I had to do it by hand with a Q-tip. Well, lo and behold, the bees are back, and I am so joyful about that. Well, let's start with our news, and uh, there's a question in mind among the scientific community, and that is, uh, did a spy satellite just visit the International Space Station? Well, from spaceweather.com, they say that we should consider it a close encounter of the classified kind, because according to independent satellite analysis, a U.S. reconnaissance satellite launched in May has just visited the International Space Station, effectively circling it within a short distance beyond its collision avoidance box. Big question, what was it doing there? The satellite, called USA-276, is about as bright as a third magnitude star, and they say that future ISS, or International Space Station Satellite Encounters, may be visible to backyard sky watchers. Well, we've had powerful explosions with loud detonations at the Stromboli volcano in Italy. The activity at the volcano remains moderate to high levels. Activity at the eastern vents has decreased, but is increasing significantly from the western vents. Powerful Strombolian explosions from this vent often reached or even exceeded 200 meters in height and occurred at intervals of 5 to 10 minutes. And there's been a mud volcano explosion in Azerbaijan. It's called the Kariaki mud volcano, and it has erupted. According to the press service there in that country, the eruption lasted for 15 minutes. It caused no damage to residential areas. Apparently, Azerbaijan has a number of mud volcanoes that uh, erupt periodically. So what do you know about that? Big splash of mud. Interesting. Well, we've had a shallow 6.3 earthquake that struck near Izmir, Turkey. Um, It uh, was near the coast of western Turkey and the Greek island of Lesbos, according to the European earthquake monitors. And wow, I just talked about the weather being warm and my tomatoes coming on. Well, in the Sierra Nevadas in California, they've got a June snowstorm. They say that blue skies over Soda Springs on Sunday gave way to light hail and then a steady dose of heavy snow for the next couple of hours. In that time, about an inch and a half of snow uh, adhered to the ground and to the hillsides. What do you know about that? Hail and then snow. Wild. And there was a shallow 6.3 magnitude quake that hit off Indonesia's Java Island. Um, They say that there was uh, no injuries as far as any thing is known about it, no tsunami warnings or anything like that. 
Well, in Minnesota, they had some powerful storms. More than 100,000 people were without power last week after storms lashed central Minnesota and western Wisconsin with heavy rains, hail, and very strong winds. It's a fast-moving storm. It felled trees and power lines throughout communi- in communities throughout central Minnesota. It initially uh, affected 132,000 households, most of which were in the Twin Cities metro and St. Cloud areas. Now, the severe weather started overnight in the Dakotas, said it dumped heavy rain and tennis ball-sized hail with wind gusts up to 70 miles per hour. Fierce. Wow. Yeah. And uh, in Hawaii, near the Kilauea volcano, there's been another shallow 5.3 earthquake that shook the big island. No reports of injuries or substantial damage from that quake, and uh, no tsunami warning was expected. And uh, let's see here. Oh, this is a fun story, you guys. They have discovered... uh, a tiny feathered chick in a chunk of 100 million year old amber. Now, much wow. of the body of this, isn't that something? Much of the body of this wee Cretaceous era chick was preserved in incredible detail in a piece of Burmese amber and bears, quote, unusual plumage, end quote, according to the researchers who described this very unique find in their new study. Now, this amber was excavated from a mine in what is now northern Miramar, and it's a precious lump of fossilized tree sap that's estimated to be about 100 million years old and holds the most complete specimen to date, representing a group of extinct toothed birds called Enantiorinthines. I'm sorry, but I... Enantiorinthines. Oh, boy. Anyway, that they died out about the end of the Cretaceous period, about 145 million to 65 million years ago. Is that cool or what? Wow. Wow. I could just be with that for a while. Imagine the earth when all of those animals were, and the vegetation, what that must have been like. Well, back to the present we go. Um, There's been a 25% drop in wheat output across the United States, according to the USDA, who's just released new numbers for losses after the out-of-season blizzard and unseasonable cold rolled across the main wheat-growing region of the states. They say the numbers are now at least 25% loss of the winter and red wheat crops. Hmm. Well, that probably means a spike in everything that has flour in it, in the price, of course. So, interesting. A 25% loss is a pretty pretty big loss. So, they have discovered a 500-year-old Aztec ball court, which was discovered uh, uh, near the Quetzalcoatl Temple in Mexico City. They've uncovered this giant temple dedicated to the Aztec god of wind, and the court where the Aztecs played a deadly ball game in the heart of Mexico City. Now, the bizarre game involved the players using their hips to keep a ball in play, as well as ritual sacrifices. And, as evidence of that, excavators uncovered 32 sets of human neck bones at the site, which were likely to be the remains of people who were sacrificed as part of the game. The rare finds, including the semi-circular temple of Quetzalcoatl and the nearby ball court, were revealed just a couple of days ago. Right in the heart of Mexico City, you guys. 
Wow. Well, there was a new eruption at Poas Volcano in Costa Rica. They say that this eruption reached 1,000 meters in the air. Actually, that would be uh, uh, 12,162 feet above the crater, 12,000 feet above the crater. Well, have you guys heard this? Puerto Ricans vote yes to join the United States amid record low referendum turnout. With a record low turnout of 23%, Puerto Ricans have voted to join the United States as the Union's 51st state. The Congress will now have to decide whether it wants to expand the nation's borders and accept the poverty-stricken Caribbean island into the Union. Some 97% of the people who voted in Sunday's non-binding referendum said they want to become part of the United States. Only 1.5% of voters said they would choose independence, while just a little over 1% said they want to remain a self-governing territory within the U.S. Commonwealth. So, very, very likely, Puerto Rico will become the 51st state of the Union, providing Congress passes that. Well, Hanford Nuclear Site in the state of Washington. Two air monitor alarms went off in a demolition area of the Hanford Site plutonium finishing plant, causing workers to take cover in less than a month after a tunnel collapse at the Richard Washington facility, according to the site, the site there. By the way, the site is Department of Energy owned. The continuous air monitoring alarms went off just before 8 o'clock a.m. local time at the site, Demolition crews in the area immediately stopped their work, took cover as a precaution, and, get this, applied adhesive paint as a fixative material that is used as part of demolition to control contamination. Paint? Well, (laughs) they say that crews found radioactive contamination as they were removing a gallery glove box in a demolition area that was used to process plutonium through the Cold War. Hanford said uh, that recovery crews have entered the area to conduct additional surveys and apply additional paint to mitigate any further contamination spread. Wow. I don't have a lot of confidence in that, but there it is. Well, um, our Starseed listeners are pretty health conscious, but, you know, once in a while people sort of indulge in the things that everybody else does, and I want to talk to you tonight about diet soda. This comes from Dr. Mercola at Mercola.com. And uh, the article says that the diet soda fad peaked in popularity about 2005. And since then, about 3 billion cases of diet soda were sold in a year. 3 billion per year. They say the beverage has since fallen out of favor, I guess because people are getting smart about sweeteners. They said it's fallen by about 27% or 834 million cases as of 2016. But they say that still, diet soda makes up 25% of the carbonated beverages sold in the United States, which means that many people are still drinking it. And uh, the idea, according to Dr. Mercola, is that uh, diet soda is healthy, is one of the biggest myths in nutrition. He says if you're one of the nearly half of the American adults who consume artificial sweeteners, mostly in the form of diet soda, you should know that you're putting your health at risk. So what are the health risks of diet soda? Well, according to a number of studies, um, the risks include stroke and dementia. Drinking one artificially sweetened beverage a day 
may increase your risk of stroke and dementia by threefold compared to drinking less than one per week. Even drinking one to six artificially sweetened beverages a week was linked to about a 3% greater risk of stroke compared to not drinking any. And uh, it also um, involves metabolic syndrome and type 2 diabetes. Uh, He says that people with type 2 diabetes are often advised to consume artificial sweeteners in lieu of sugar, but research proves that consumption of diet soda at least daily is associated with a 36% greater relative risk of metabolic syndrome and a 62% greater risk uh, for type 2 diabetes compared with not consuming any. Now, ever since I can remember, diabetics were instructed to use artificial sweeteners, and yet, according to the studies, it increases the chance of type 2 diabetes by 67%. It sounds like a really good way to not get over it, to not be cured from it. And depression is implicated in artificial sweeteners. There was a study that included nearly 264,000 American adults over the age of 50, and those who drank more than four cans or glasses of diet soda or other artificially sweetened beverages daily had a nearly 30% higher risk of depression compared to those who did not consume diet drinks. And to top it off, diet soda can make you gain weight. So what are the alternatives? We know there are alternatives, stevia, uh, other sweeteners. And actually, have any of you tried monk fruit? Try it. It's wonderful. Monk fruit. Look it up. Perfectly safe. Made from fruit. Tastes like sugar. All right. Well, here's a rather humorous article. I don't know if I thought it was funny, but I kind of thought thought it was. Um, I suppose many of you are familiar now with the, um, the, the idea of narcissism what a narcissist is, what a narcissist does. Well, according to this uh, writer with Cyblog, he says there's a simple test that can identify a narcissistic person. And he says, it's very simple, criticism will make narcissists aggressive. And research finds while people with high esteem are not particularly bothered by criticism, any criticism at all will make a narcissist aggressive. Psychologists measured the self-esteem, narcissism, and aggressive behavior of 540 undergraduate students. They found that the more narcissistic students tended to verbally lash out more when they were criticized. The study's authors write, quote, Narcissists mainly want to punish or defeat someone who has threatened their highly favorable view of themselves. People who are preoccupied with validating a grandiose self-image apparently find criticism highly upsetting and lash out against the source of it. Well, if provoking a narcissist sounds dangerous, there is another method of identifying the narcissist, and I suppose this is what I thought was humorous, and that is to simply ask them. Why? Because according to this article, people who are narcissists are proud of the fact You can ask them directly because they don't see narcissism as a negative quality. They believe they are superior to other people and are fine with admitting to be a narcissist publicly. So I don't know if that's true, but that's what this article says, and I thought that was rather humorous. There is a third test. Yes, Ariel? Look for lip prints prints on the mirror. Oh, that's beautiful. Lip prints on the mirror. (laughs) 
that's a good one. That's a good one. We could talk all night about narcissists, but I'm going to move right along here. We have a lot of narcissists in our in our face, okay, this day and age on television, a whole number of narcissists that we can look at. Well, this is kind of wild, you guys. This comes from the University of British Columbia. And uh, <clears throat> there is a mathematically based model for a viable time machine. Catch that. After some serious number crunching, a researcher says that he has come up with a mathematical model for a viable time machine. What's he going to call it? Are you ready? A transversible, a causal retrograde domain in space-time, otherwise known as TARDIS. (laughs) Really? Did this guy watch and love the BBC sci-fi program, Doctor Who? The TARDIS. Uh He describes it as a bubble of space-time geometry which carries its contents backwards and forwards through time and and as it tours a large circular path. The bubble moves through space-time at speeds greater than the speed of light, allowing it to move backward in time. Well, the mathematics and physics instructor instructor, excuse me, at UBC's Okanagan campus recently published a study about the feasibility of time travel. His field of expertise is Einstein's theory of general relativity, and he studies black holes in science fiction when he's not teaching. Sounds like a fun guy to know. Well, using math and physics, he has created a formula that describes a method for time travel. Einstein's surely sorry he died so soon, because this is pretty amazing. He says, people think of time travel as something as science fiction, and we tend to think it's not possible because we don't actually do it. But mathematically... It is most definitely possible. And our last story for tonight is just really disquieting. Um, Pilotless commercial jetliners are coming soon to a tarmac near you. Aerospace company Boeing, yep, yep. Aerospace company Boeing, which is the world's largest plane maker, wants to put pilotless jet jetliners to flight tests in 2018. Next year, guys. According to Boeing, the basic building blocks of the technology clearly are available. He points out the uh, president of product development uh, talked about this at the Paris Air Show, or will be talking about it at the Paris Air Show. Anyway, he points out that self-flying drones are already available for less than $1,000. The number of pilots helming a jetliner has dropped from three to two in recent years, thereby saving the airlines a considerable amount of cash. And onboard flight computers already have the ability to take off, cruise, and land without so much as a human touch. So, according to the Aviation Safety Network, regulators still need to be sold on the idea since certification for the technology doesn't yet exist. The planes would also need to meet air travel safety standards, but they're studying it right now, and they're developing the algorithms to make a pilotless jetliner, commercial jetliner. Wow, sign me up. I want to get on board with a plane without a pilot. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Ask ask the people that were on Captain Sully's plane. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right, exactly, exactly. (laughs) So, you know, anything to save a dollar, okay, or a billion dollars or however much they're going to save. And, you know, so there it is. Anyway, 
exciting times we live in, interesting times, sometimes disturbing times, but there it is. Going to be a great show tonight, and I'm going to turn it back over to you until next week. From my heart to each and every one of you, many blessings, and uh, keep on shining. And we'll we'll meet back again in a week from now. Thanks, Ariel. Okay. Well, you are so welcome, and thank you so much for the Starseed News, Anastasia. So now um, I'm going to get um, Lavendar and Tammy. Um, there you are, Lavendar, and I know I saw Tammy on here. Okay, get your mics open. So um, Lavendar and Tammy, just um, before we start bringing people on, um, just wanted um, to have you um, say a few words um, to the people about anything you want before we bring them on. Lavendar? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Well, okay. the the last um, Pleiadian lineup quest that we had, this recent one in May, was really, I think, one of the quality quests that we've had. And the reason I'm saying quality is because so many alumni came back, and, and with their powers that they had learned before, they came and circled up with the new group and took our whole group much, much higher. So I'm realizing that the work that we've done through the years uh, is really kind of bringing us into a harvest time of being able to stand in our power, stand in our alignment with the starseed codes, and being able to go forward on the planet with many, many projects that are going to be responsible for bringing in the new children and bringing in the evolutionary plans for our planet. So I was very excited to see that so many people uh, return with such um, wonderful uh, alignments that they had been able to keep throughout the the, the years, and that really meant a lot to me. Uh, how did you find mm-hmm. this group, uh, Tammy? Well, I was asked by one of our alumni that wasn't able to make it. Um, she said, tell me about the quest, and I said, there are, I have no words. And she thought I was joking, but I really had no words at that time, and I've been thinking about it, and what happens down here with the earth to sky connection is beyond, can't, cannot be defined. The experience cannot be defined. It is so beyond our reality. Um, it, it's grand enough what we do realize, but what is not realized that you go home with um, once again, it, it, it cannot be defined. It is beyond our words. And it, it just fills me up time after time to see people, even if they've been here six or seven times. They never leave the way they showed up. It's always an elevation, an amplification. So I, I'm so excited to hear what everyone has to say tonight because this last one left me speechless. Well, it sure was special. And as I mentioned in the in the intro, more than half, we had 27 in the group and 16 were alumni. And that just really takes all of everything that everyone has gained to that point as a starting point rather than you know, starting from scratch. So we keep building and building and building. And it is, um, it's it's just something to behold. And we never know um, what is going to happen. It depends on the energies, who shows up, 
and um, boy, it was just magical. Um, and you know, March was another really, really strong group, and uh, I think the trend has been steadily escalating. So, um, with that, I want to um, first of all get Jada on here. Jada has been to I don't know, I think almost every one we've ever done. Um, certainly all the weekends and uh, and two of the week-long quests. So, um, Jada, I've got your mic open now. So um, when you're not working on the switchboard here at Starseed Radio Academy, um, you know, tell us about your, your, um, your feelings about how the quest has evolved for you. Oh, wow. And he was handing this last one. There just aren't any words to describe it, but... The first quest I came to was in the spring of 2013, I think. Yeah, 2013. And I didn't really, but I felt this calling. I knew I had to be there. And as I started getting closer, it felt like I was coming home. So I knew your voices from the radio show, but I didn't know anyone else in the room. But it's so wonderful to lock eyes with somebody and recognition and by the end of the week everybody's close and you have wonderful friends and I knew from that time that I would always be coming back there's there's something about that place there's a sense of peace and I felt such a strong connection to the land and nature which I've always been connected to nature but it seems magnified there especially with insects and with every quest, I think things just get stronger and more intense. It helps me stay aligned. And I think it also helps me to balance between my everyday life back home and some of the Arkansas and some of the high strangeness that we're able to experience together. So they just keep getting better and better. <laughs> Well, you're certainly um, you're part of the the family, and um, and I know that you have um, many friends that you've met that you continue to um, correspond with from Arkansas, right? Oh yeah, that's wonderful. And some of us speak frequently. Some of us it may be every three months, but whenever we talk, it's like we were never apart. So. Um, We just pick up right where we left off. And every time when we have the alumni coming back, it's always so nice to see them and then meet the new people who hear the calling. Well, you have certainly added to um, the overall group energy and experience and and your, your steady dedication, your commitment. Um, We just, we honor you and thank you so much for who you are to us and who you are to the planet. And, I mean, (laughs) helping us, helping with the radio show and, I mean, helping at the quest. um, We just, we really appreciate you, Jada. Oh, thank you so much, Arielle. And I try to make every weekend, so unless something crazy happens, I plan to be at the next two. (laughs) <laughs> well, we will look forward to that, and as I'm sure that everyone else that has learned to or come and, uh, to learn to know you, and they'll look forward to seeing you again too. 
Well, thank you. And thank okay. you for everything you guys do to put these quests together. I know it's a lot of work, and it's so appreciated. Well, it's it's so worth it, you know, empowering starseeds so that they can go out, you know, and be more effective on their missions. It's what we do. So I'm so glad that you're part of the family, and, and thank you so much for um, being willing to go first. Um, oh, so thank now you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, we're going to move on now. And um, what I'm going to do, because we have had we have some people that that couldn't call in, but they sent in um, a little piece for me to read. So we'll just we'll kind of be going back and forth between the the live people and the and the um, uh, text submission. So Jada, I'm going to go ahead and put your mic back on mute. And I'm going to read a piece um, from Kathy W., who is um, a multiple, multiple alumni. And um, she writes a few thoughts on the quest from an alumni. With other journeys to spiritual retreats, sacred sites, etc., one doesn't usually keep returning to them. However, that has not been the case, for me at least, with the Crystal Quest. I've been on a few week-long quests, a couple of weekend ones, and now the four-day quest. Each time I find myself saying, wow, that was a powerful group. But I think this one was the most powerful one so far. The changes for me were on a deep level, and I'm sure uh, myself and others will be processing this quest for some time. The energy of the group seems to be evolving each time, and the return quester keeps getting deeper levels of activations, or at least that has been true for me. The land on Fisher Mountain and at the Mountain Harbor Resort has such wonderful energy that you feel yourself relaxing and letting go of the 3D world for a while. When you first arrive there, it seems to be instant recognition of the people in the group, and that connection gets quite strong for the short time we're together. The environment promotes automatic acceptance of who you are, no judgment, no drama, and the freedom to speak about anything. Lavendar is always changing something here and there, so the quest isn't the same each time, but has a familiar pattern which makes you feel like you're coming home. The known and unknown information and energy she willingly shares with you is very special. I could just sit the whole time and listen to her talk, even if she wasn't sharing anything from the vault, it's such an honor to know her, and I have so much gratitude for the special opportunity she and the others are presenting to empower you to be you. Tammy has so much awesomeness. Along with the thousand other things she's doing, she still makes you feel at home, brings a smile to your face, helps your body process the energy from the group if needed, and tells some fantastic stories about the land. Ariel is also doing many other things we're not aware of, but just her presence puts you at ease, and her singing, well, how special. The CD that she produced has uh, been a lifesaver in more ways than I can ever say. The astrology information at the Quest was excellent, and I learned so much. If you're on the fence about going, ask yourself, are you ready for the next level? And if the answer is yes, then go. You're a different person when it's complete. And I would like to give a special shout-out to all the cooks. The food was amazing. And, of course, my gratitude to Tammy, Ariel, and Lavendar, without whom none of this would be possible. Much love and hugs to you all. 
Thank you so much, Kathy W. We love you. Big hugs to you. So um, now we're going to be talking to Carmen as soon as I find you on the switchboard. Oh, there you are. Okay. Hello. Hey, Carmen. <laughs> how are you? I'm great. I can't believe it's been two years since my first quest and I'm back on the radio again. This is awesome. I mean, wow. I miss you all so much, and I wish I was back there right now. I'd love to just relive that whole weekend. It just wasn't long enough. Not, And I think everyone feels the same way. It was like, no, I don't want to go. Just a little more. <laughs> but we've got work right. to do. So, you know, yeah. But um, I don't think you know, but uh, two years ago, as you know, I'm a classical musician, and I just want to like give you a little bit of feedback on how my last two years have been. Um, I actually wasn't playing at all previous to the the quest I was at two years ago. I think I just kind of left that behind, and I had been such an involved classical musician. And um, I'm now playing in two orchestras. I'm having groups approach me and ask me to play in smaller ensembles. Um, Our last concert two days ago sold out. And it's kind of funny because I've started doing breath work while I'm playing the bassoon. I'm a bassoonist for those who don't know, and um, it has a, a very peculiar kind of diaphragm and breath work, and I've found it's just like pranayama breath of fire if if you practice yoga or anything. And so because I'm going through a kundalini, like a crazy kundalini experience at the moment, it's really helpful to, to run that energy that way. And, like, our concert sold out. And I was like, holy moly. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Wow. I just thought that was wow. awesome. And you're doing yeah. something that you love. I mean, music is so uplifting um and to even people that are asleep um and I don't mean literally. <laughs> I mean, you know, people who are consciously as- uh, or they're unconscious even when they're awake. <laughs> music can uplift them and 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 reach levels that any nothing else can. So, yeah, like I, the I, English language is so inadequate, right? Um, I right. remember Tammy was saying, you know, there's no words for this quest. That's because there are no words in the English language for this. But maybe there's some music. You know, music right. has a way of re- reaching across all those dimensions, you know. So right. I'm just, I'm loving it right now. Well, that is great. That is great. And yeah. what do you think? Um, because the first time you came, it was the Crystal Quest, which was a week long. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that we, the event has evolved um, between the two. So, what was what were some of the the the, the biggest differences besides feeling like you won? You know, I think two two years ago I got a brand new engine, and this quest I got I got the fuel, and and it's crazy. And not only that, but everyone that was at this quest, I was just looking at them like, wow, you are amazing. And everyone like everyone was different two years ago. But at this one, I was like, you totally inspire me, like completely. You, you change me just by me looking into your eyes. And I get it. And we've all got our own work. We've all got our own um, individuality within, you know, this unity that is the universe. Um, but um I guess I w- it was a profound experience just ex- appreciating how different we can all be, yet we're all, like, phenomenal doing our own thing. Mm-hmm. Like, having everyone's got a whole other set of colors in their palette, you know? Right, right. Well, it's, it's, a, it's like a um, a rebirthing of, um, you know, the your higher self gets to 
run the show a little bit more <laughs> than than your you know than your human consciousness. So. I guess that yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like when um you know light language was spoken at the event. And I was I was just melting into it, going, yeah, like speak it, girl. That's the song of my people. You know, where is that? And so I'm going to be exploring light language and the like from now on, as well as music, of course. <laughs> right. Well, I think music was probably the original light language. <laughs> yeah. You think about it. You know, the frequencies. So, um, well, it was just wonderful to see you again, and I know that we had that special um, musical bond. And um, and and I mean, you play piano like a virtuoso, and that's not even you're telling me you're, that's not your main instrument. <laughs> no, it's not. But you know, it, it, I play it. <laughs> yeah. I do well, a lot of you, things, and I think I've just never felt there had to be a limit on anything, and that is a great way to be, I think, just to try everything and well, live yeah. as many lives as you can, right? Right. And when you, I mean, when you come into a group of people who are of like mind and like frequency and everyone has, you know, um, starseed markings that I think can um, enrich you just by just by standing there. You don't have to say anything or think anything or be told anything. It's almost like osmosis that you just absorb yeah. it. it. There's an ease to it, and and I mm-hmm. think that's that's what the natural state is. There's an ease to it. Right, right. Well, yeah. In, in natural state, you're not you're not fighting the 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 current. You're you're going with it, and that's yeah. I mean, that's just the natural state. Yeah. That's so awesome. Well, wonderful. I miss Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you all. Well, I know you'll be back. I know you'll be back, and maybe you know next time we get to uh, meet your brother. Yeah, actually, he yeah, and Rihanna are going to be working together this summer. Oh, cool! I I connected oh, cool. them. Um, my my brother's also a songwriter, and she's writing an EP, and she's been trying to manifest a songwriter. Rihanna's amazing. Like that girl, not even her hair. Her hair is neon yellow, but she glows in the dark. Even like when she sings, the whole room sparkles. It's amazing, yeah. and. Yeah, it's great to make connections like that. Yeah, well, so. that's great. That'd be wonderful <laughs> if, if um, you know, connections made through the quest can help, you know, empower how many untold numbers of people through, oh, yeah, through the music that they create. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's wonderful. That's cool. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Carmen, it's been wonderful to hear from you. Thank you so much for calling in and... Uh, sharing your experience with the audience. And we look forward mm-hmm. to Such seeing you again. Okay. I'm sure we will see you again. So Lots until of love. then, big, big hugs. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, I am going to um, read again. And this next piece is from Stevie. And Stevie um, is a girl, and she writes, If this Starseed quest or this group has come into your life, there is most certainly a reason. As one of my favorite Rumi sayings goes, what you seek is seeking you. 
I felt such a strong desire to attend the quest, even though I had not met anyone from the group, at least not in the third dimension. Even though there was fear of meeting new people and fear of the unknown, the pull of familiarity and knowingness I sensed about the quest outweighed my doubts. Of all the stars aligned, I was magically able to transport myself to the quest, even though doing so defied logical law, uh, like a last-minute plane ticket for $50 and affordable lodging and so forth. I felt the loving embrace of the Starseed family connections and saw many signs uh, along the way, recurring angel numbers, literal road signs with the strangest messages on them, ladybugs, fireflies, random people I met saying off-the-wall things while traveling to the destination of the quest. I took these signs as guidance that I was on the right path, and to this day, three months after the quest, my signs and promises continue on a daily basis. I also created lasting friendships with the group members, and I appreciated the kindness, gentleness, and feeling of love and support I got to share with them. Many people tell me they feel so comfortable around me and that I have a calming presence, and I guess that explains how I felt with the Starseed family. There was plenty of time for digging crystals as well as the leisure activities like going to the spa city, dining, walks in nature, and horse riding. I felt stronger, wiser, happier, and more confident in my everyday life after my quest and look forward to another one when the time is right. If you feel called to go on a quest, I recommend attending. It's a good time, guaranteed. I do recommend doing lots of grounding work and taking minerals with silica and an anti-nausea supplement if you're particularly sensitive since heat and travel can sometimes drain us and make us a little woozy. And that is from our sweet Stevie. Thank you so much for sending that in, Stevie. Uh, We love you and big hugs to you. So, um, okay, let me get my my papers back here. And now we are going to talk to Jaina. And let's see, I know you dropped off for a minute there. Okay, there you are. Let me get your mic open. Hey, Jaina, thank you so much for calling us. Hey. Hi, it's so good to talk to you and to hear everybody, and Carmen and Jada, um, you know, for a minute there, felt like I was back in Arkansas. It's great. But, and uh, you were, you were one of the alumni um, this time. This was your, your second trip. The first time you were on the week long, and this time you came yeah. to the to the four day event. And um, if you want to share your feelings about either or how they compare. Yes, you know, um, actually, I think. Uh, the the week long is I, I love being there. The the four day for me was short because it was so hard to leave. So you know I really liked the week long, but um, the groups were amazing. I had never traveled like that by myself, and no yet going to somewhere with with a group of people that I've never met. And it you know the minute you start meeting people, you know, all of that falls away. I mean, you really do. By the end of the week, you feel like you are with your favorite family members. I mean, they really, I mean, you really do create these incredible bonds. 
Um, I also think that everybody would agree that, you know, you really do feel unconditional love from each other. There's acceptance no matter what you're doing, who you are, where you're at in your life. I mean, anything is is great. And it's just amazing how supportive um, people are for each other. Uh, I don't know. I just can't even say enough. And it's hard coming home. (laughs) You know, you get home and it takes a few days to adjust, but... uh, then, like Carmen was saying, bam, you just realize you're stronger. Things are moving quicker. You know, you're making things happen. I think the upgrades are awesome, absolutely awesome. I'd highly recommend anybody who's thinking about it to go. And you know, did you, um, when you got home um, the after the week-long quest, um, I know mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's typical that, that it's it's hard to kind of get back into the third dimension when you've been in this joyful place. Um, was it easier this time or last time, or is it equal to come home? Well, you know, last time it was really hard, and so this time I just actually invited a couple of girlfriends from home to come join me, and I stayed a few days, and <laughs> I oh, cool. you know, took my coming back and integrating. You know, I still had a little angst when I got home at first because you really miss everyone. It's hard to explain um, how much you you miss people. And and we're all different generations, too, you know, Um, and and that doesn't seem to matter. Everybody just is so connected and, I mean, we just all think alike. You know, like mind. So much fun to be around people for a change of like mind. Well, yeah, yeah, and when you don't, you don't have to worry about um, getting approval from right. from from people who are not on your level. <laughs> so, but as yeah. each time I come home, I'm meeting more people along those lines. So now so it, you're, you're, it just seems, yeah, I'm connecting more. more. I more starseed. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yes. great. That's great. Yes. Yeah. I mean, having a having a support group of starseeds in your own hometown, that's 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 just uh, more it's precious really than nice. gold. Well, yeah. And I love the app I've been using with the astrology, so I can check. I and I mean, it's not my place to tell them, but I'm just finding it interesting how many now all of a sudden new people who are entering into my life and, you know, that they do, they are starseeds. <laughs> well, so. yeah, birds of a feather, right? Yeah, exactly. and the, the higher, yeah, I mean, the higher frequency that you maintain on a regular basis, that's that's the, the you know, what Lavender calls your, your starseed GPS, and you're attracting more people that are singing your song. Right. That's gonna make that's gonna make life easier, no matter who you are, where you are. Easier, more enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So. Yeah, uh, and it was I, so good. I plan on returning, and um, you know, it, it's just an experience you I look forward to having again. 
Well, it is, and now that we've redesigned it um, so that it is only four days and it's over a, a weekend rather than, you know, all the weekdays, it's a lot easier for people um, it is. to take a long weekend and do it. Um, and some of the other um, redesigning that we've done has um, made it much more affordable so that, um, you know, more people can come. And, you know, and I didn't feel like we missed out on anything. It didn't feel like, you know, anything was slacked on or anything. It was just the longer time. We had more time together. <laughs> but, yes, the four days, you still got it all in, I felt. It was wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is really everything that that, uh, that we presented for the week long is also presented on the on the four day. Um we just mm-hmm. have some some overlap of times when you know uh, when we have our campfire night. We used to have campfire night and the music night and now they're all in the same night. Right. So that that's how we've kind of compressed it. But yet, yeah, nothing's missing. It's just compressed so that uh, right. more people more people can attend. So it was just such a wonderful um, to have you come back and to see you again and 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 see how you have you've grown. I mean, you're you're more outgoing and and not quite so you know um, <laughs> quiet. Maybe right. you know a little shy the last time, but uh, but or on the time before that. Uh, but this last time, you were much more um, sure of yourself, and that's good to see. Yeah. I and it's carrying over because you know I am opening up even in the rest of my life. So that's well, that's great. Well, that's great, Shana. And we'll look forward to seeing you at some uh, future time in Arkansas. And uh, until then, give you a big hug. Yes, and hugs to all of you, Tammy, Lavendar, everyone, and uh, everyone listening. Thank you so much. Okay. You're so welcome. Bye, bye, Jana. All right, bye. Um, yeah, and um Lavendar and well where'd Tammy go? I thought I had oh I'm I'm sorry, I I wanna keep both of your mics open, Lavendar and Tammy, so that if you wanna interject something, feel free 'cause I'm I'm just leaving your mic open. So um let's see. Next um, I've got two little short pieces to read here. Um, first one is from Nancy. And Nancy says, being a first-timer in the Crystal Quest, I had no idea what to expect, but arrived there with an open mind and heart. I'm happy to say my experience was magical, empowering, and life-changing. I felt that the people I met were my long-lost family and tribe. We came from different age groups and backgrounds, but all had the common goal to help Mother Earth in her rebirthing process by raising our vibration. For those of you who have star markings and feel compelled to attend one of these events, please follow your intuition and know that you are meant to be there. Crystal digging was amazing, and the delicious food, music, and inspiring stories all added to the positive experience. Thank you, Lavendar, Ariel, and Tammy, and all my newfound family who filled my heart with love. I definitely will return soon. Many blessings to all. Nancy. And I have another um, little short one here from Denise, who came 
all the way from Switzerland to join us um, for the third time. Denise says, if you feel called to come to the Quest, just come. (laughs) If you know Denise, that is so her. I have come three times, and each and every time I leave feeling that I'm being catapulted to stand stronger in my truth of who I am and what I set out to do during this lifetime. This is nothing that is done to you, but something that you play a role in co-creating together with the others that have chosen to attend at the time. So come as yourself and know that in a circle you stand as yourself, yet as one group. I feel only love and deep respect for everyone that I have met in May. There are energies at work that are often only revealed sometime after the quest has ended, and you might be able to come away from it in a way that your trajectory is adjusted in an empowering way. That's a really good point because there there's so many things that are kind of uh, time-released after effects that um, even people who were there in May have not fully um, integrated everything that that, uh, could have been passed to them. So um, we are going to, we're going to talk to Diana next. As soon as I find your microphone, I know you're here because I saw you earlier. We have a lot of people on the switchboard. Oh, there you are. Okay. Hey, Diana. Big hug. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. It was such a pleasure to meet you. Um, For those um, that don't know, uh, Diana um, is the author of ET101, one of the um, first, if only, if if not the only, um, instruction manual, the owner's manual um, for Starseeds. It was, and I'm just... I can't help but do a little plug for you because it was the first book that Lavendar gave me to read as part of my galactic training, you know, back in 91, 92. So um, ET101, yay, and you're about to do the audio version of that, which I'll be talking to you about. So tell okay. us um, tell us about um, your experiences, your feeling, uh, your, your impressions of the quest. Yeah, it, you know, I just I had some trouble just trying to figure out how can I describe what happened there until I realized, <laughs> well, there was no describing it, absolutely. And mm-hmm. the reason was because there's so much initiation and activation which took place was that was hard to speak of because it, it happened outside of time and space in the first place. Mm-hmm. And it was other other dimensionally initiated and in essence, it was a call to our destiny that each of us has deeply encoded in our very selves and and in its DNA. So right now, that's what the gathering is about. Everyone is finally coming on. I mean, I wrote ET101, you know, 25 years ago, and the people are reading it and, and again, and, and, and then they're going, oh, is that what you were trying to say? You know, yeah. it's like, all right, now everybody digested that or, you know, or, or whatever their life journey was to the point now that they're ready to really be activated. So it's taken a while, well, but. Well, yeah, I mean, it, and it does. I mean, like you said, there's no time and space. So the, you know, some of the the activations um, 
are on a, a sequence of events that haven't even unfolded yet. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it was, and you know, like Arkansas is so incredible. That place, like Tammy said, it was you know, Mount Ida was like Mayberry meets the Twilight Zone. I thought that was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a good description of what was going on there. Like, the minute you set foot in there, everything was kind of altered, you know. And yet everyone's really down home and earthy and that, but this energy that was just magnificent that permeated the place, you know, like, um, well, it's like a dimensional portal, really, is what it was. We've got banjo and spaceships. Huh? What? We have banjo and spaceships. Yeah, banjo and spaceships, and it's a great combo. Man. <laughs> it's a really great combo. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, down home uh, inner state. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, the other thing that struck me was just uh, which many people have already commented on but the incredible um the instantaneous bonding that went on. Uh, you know where you, you so totally loved the people that were there and it was so quick. You know, I mean we weren't, we weren't together all that long, but it felt like, you know, you bonded at a level where it could not be broken. And um, that was amazing to watch. And I think be, I think because of that gathering star seeds together, you don't have to explain a whole lot, you know. Right. And it made that easy, you know. It made it easy to bond. It made it easy to understand each other. It made it easy to accept, you know. So that was magnificent, and that was really, that was really beautiful to experience. Yeah. And I so think there were I a don't... lot of karmic bonds that were renewed. Yeah, because yeah, yeah like I mean, old it, friends. Oh yeah, there were a yeah, lot of people lot of... there. I just like, oh yeah, you're here. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course. Where, where have you been? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you anyway, sure did. I, uh, you you fit right in. You fit right in, and, and uh, we loved your sense of humor. And uh, we're looking forward to more of your work coming out that will um, take the younger generation up to the next level. Yeah, I, I'm having fun. I'm really I'm working on that right now, and it's been a lot of fun. Well, it's that's been great. Interesting to watch, you know. So anyway, I want to thank you and Tammy and Lavendar for hosting such a thing. And I certainly would say that anybody has any sense that they want to be initiated or activated, that this Starseed Quest is just a magnificent place to start. Diana, um, this is Lavendar. Uh, hey, would you mind Lavendar. telling uh, our audience about what happened uh, not too long ago when a, a lady came to your door to give you some Giza crystals. Would you tell that story? Oh, yeah, right. Uh, uh, this woman came to, uh, uh, she actually came, I have an office next to a person that's a massage therapist. So she came up here from Taos, New Mexico. And um, anyway, uh, later she asked, the, uh, the woman who Victoria asked, she asked her, "Do you know Diana Lupi?" You know, and Victoria said, "Yeah, sure. She's right next door." So she knocks on the door, 
and I come out and meet her, and, and we're, we're talking, and then both of us say, oh, wait a minute, I got something for you. And we both end up handing each other crystals from the Star Quest. <laughs> <laughs> the same crystals. Which, and it's like, oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so, yeah, her her Starseed Quest led right to my door. And uh, we we didn't bother exchanging crystals. We decided it was too too ridiculous. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, okay, you keep yours and you keep you keep mine. Yeah, you, you keep oh, yours. Yeah. Like, yeah, right. All right. Unless mine. you feel like, yeah, right. Yeah, that was quite <laughs> amazing. And she actually was someone who called in. On top of it, she was some a person who called in on that uh, interview that Lavendar and I did. And she was the one who had that Hopi quote uh, completely uh, oh, that we were yeah. talking about. Yeah, she was the one who called in with that. And uh, and then she makes it right to this door, and she still didn't put it together. She hadn't really put it together. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway, yeah, it was a well. pleasure meeting her. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, like Tammy says, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> no, you can't. You could. No, I don't know how that one happened. That was really too much. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, so I wanted to thank you again. You know, all of you. It was just a magnificent oh. time there. Yeah. You are so welcome. You are so welcome, and uh, we'll be we'll be doing that again in the future. I am quite sure we will see. Oh you yeah. Again oh, I'm too definitely long. coming yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to definitely be coming back. Well, we will look forward to that. We will look forward to that. Mm -hmm. Okay, Okay, sweetie. Thanks so much for for calling in and sharing with us. Okay. Yeah, you're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. All right. Well, um, I have another one to read, and uh, this one is from Grace. And Grace is in Hawaii, and she says, I attended the Athena Spring Equinox Quest in March 2017. I was in such great anticipation to attend, since I only recently got hooked up with Starseed Hotline last fall. I'd listened to many Starseed radio shows way back to the beginning of those shows in 2010, specifically the ones that featured Lavendar on the show. I was so hooked, I just can't even tell you how much. I had a confirmation reading done last November, and when the opportunity came up to go to the quest for March, I felt compelled to do that for three reasons. My confirmation reading included Athena at galactic degree, so going to a quest that featured Athena's birthday was simply a gotta-do-that at a soul level. Secondly, I really, really wanted to meet the Starseed team that I'd been listening to for months. Tammy, Ariel, and Lavendar were all there at the quest. Um, In my thinking, the third reason for going was not very important, I thought. Sure, sure, I'll get to meet other starseeds, and that's important, but I want to meet all those bright and wonderful individuals on the starseed team. I didn't even care so much about going to Arkansas since I had made a personal spiritual quest on my own in 2012 to that whole area. Later, I had also attended conferences in both Little Rock and in Hot Springs with other like-minded folks. Plus, I had dug for crystals once previously, and I knew the general area of Mount Ida. Been there, done that, was my thinking on that score. 
Well, I was right about meeting the wonderful team members, but I was wrong to put other star seeds as my second in anticipation and thinking prior to arrival. Let me explain. The sessions created by the team were both informational and spiritual, so there's no question about the value of being present with the wonderful team members who each have their own individuality and strengths. But the experience of listening to all the participants, getting to know them over a few days, sharing meals with them, feeling safe with your own unusualness, because there are others in the group you might decide are five steps more unusual than yourself, all of that is fantastic. You feel safe to share. You feel accepted. You feel in companionship. You do not perceive judgment from others, and there's no need to hide. That's great stuff, which some of us don't know we need to feel until we actually feel and experience it. It's not just an example of safety in numbers. It's a sense of true connection, and therefore it is empowering. The energy level of the group was high. We were in and of power. I pretty much crashed every night. Feelings of safety, connection, and the spirit interaction of being in the physical and energetic space of the others who are gathered together is truly a key part of the experience. It's a bit like listening to a recording of an event versus going to the actual event as it's happening live. Also, being familiar with the general location was not a ho-hum, same business-as-usual experience. The location we went to dig for crystals was completely unfamiliar to me. The crystal shops that were suggested to the group were also new to me. My previous experience of Lake Washita was nice but limited. That changed because I was told of a road that, go, that went up to a lookout point, which was just beautiful. My experience at, at the lake was also very calming because I stayed at the Mountain Harbor Resort and Spa in a comfortable and quiet room with a very large balcony that overlooked the beautiful trees in the lake, too. What a charming location that was. It truly fed my soul, and I was glad that I had chosen that place over the other options that were available. I had to travel a great distance to come to the Quest since I live in Hawaii. I budgeted extra days for myself before the start date of the quest in order to overcome jet lag. The extra cost to travel a long distance, the extra days needed, the extra expense of accommodations has made me rethink my current location. I'm thinking of moving to the mainland. Of course, there are other reasons why I'm strongly considering a move away from paradise and back to the mainland, but I could more easily attend other quests if I moved, and that would be just perfect. That's, that's so cool, Grace. She's going to move so she can be closer to the Starseed Quest. That is so cool. So um, let me see. I think we just have a couple more people and, and a couple more things to read. So um, we will talk to, I'm looking for Sheila next. So let me just go down this switchboard list of numbers looking for Sheila, did she drop off? Now look again. Oh, oh, nope, there you are. I can hear you with I'm here. No, I'm here. Okay, yeah, you were just at the top, and I was looking too far down. Okay, Sheila, I knew you were here. I knew it. Yeah. (laughs) Hello. Yeah, well, welcome to the show, and thank you so much for calling in to share a little bit about uh, what the quest has meant for you. 
Well, uh, it's hard. it is hard to describe, and there aren't words to describe it. For me personally, it's really been life-changing. Um, from the first time I came was, um, I think, September of 2014, you know, feeling the draw to do that mm-hmm. and um, going out of my comfort zone and taking off, traveling, driving 11 hours. I've ne- never done that, you know, and and then spending a week there at the time and um it um was very difficult to leave and very difficult to reintegrate back in for me at that time you know so um but then i keep coming back it's just this pull you know it's just like a feeling of being home and coming home and now when i drive down there it's like when you get close when for me when i get close it's like ah you know such a relief um being up on Fisher Mountain is just wonderful for me. It reboots me, and I think it's just the nature, being in the nature and the energies. And But it's definitely a reboot. And um, for me personally, I was at March, the March and May Quest. And March, I received the initiation, a very powerful, um, and, and I've made a, a life change, it's, and it's been a good one, one that needed to be, and it's very empowering, you know. Um, and I, after being there the last few times, I just feel like I'm really in this up spiral, and I've stayed there, which is, and I, I feel great. And um, but it is very, um, very empowering experience, um, and you have to be there and experience that yourself to. You know, and everybody comes away, I'm sure, with something different from it. But um, And then the friends that you meet, and the, it's like all being together is almost like a sanctuary. You're together with your tribe. You're together with people of like mind, and and there is no judgment. And it's all very accepting and loving environment. And, and I feel so grateful to you, Tammy and Lavendar, for providing this for us, you know, it's just great to have this to come to you. And I'm coming back for sure. <laughs> you know, oh, so. We know you're coming back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're going to, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, when I um, came back, last couple times I came back from there and I go back to work, my friend Cindy at work, she goes, every time you come back from there, you're just glowing, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. and that's kind of how I feel, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's a great experience. Oh, and, um, I wanted to ask hello? you when when you are you can you hear me? Yes, uh-huh. can you hear me, Sheila? Okay. Yeah, when I can. You, uh-huh. Yeah, when you come back, um, do you notice the people around you are either acting different or looking at you differently, or um, you know, people that have maybe known you for a long time? Do they are they saying like you know? What's happened to you? <laughs> well, there's you, been you, some you people, you know, there's been some people leave my life, <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, and, I, and then there's, uh, you know, a relationship I was in that I ended, you know, and um, which needed to be, you know. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, um, I don't know, things are really good in my life right now. And, um and I think it has, it is, as a result of my experiences there, 
and the empowerment that I've received there. I truly feel that, you know, Good. life changing. Um, yeah. So I want to ask Tammy because um, Tammy Tammy told me something that she experienced that involved you. Tammy, would you like to tell that story? Yes, um, Sheila. If it would have only been the experience of seeing you up on Fisher Mountain. Um, <laughs> I, the only word that comes to my mind is uh, you reminded me of Crystal Jesus. You had a following on the mountain, and you didn't even realize it. People were all gathered around you, and you were talking to them about I don't know what. And then you said you were going to go and check another place out, and everybody's like, can I go? Can I go? You just had this big following on the mountain. And I'm telling you, it just made me so joyous because the first time you came, you were very quiet, and and you were queen – Queen and the land are one. That was you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thank you so much. Um, uh, you are the poster child for empowering star seeds to better serve the planet. Thank you for returning. Uh, yeah, it's my pleasure, and I'm planning on coming back. So, <laughs> I you love it there and love all, love you, all you guys. It's just great. Yeah. Great. So, well, I really appreciate you so much, Sheila. We all do. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Good. Well, thank and thanks so much for taking the time to call in and and share with everyone. Mm-hmm. You've you've just you're a, just a really delightful light on the planet, and we're just happy that you're part of our family. Well, I'm I'm glad I found you. <laughs> found you all for sure. <laughs> You know, it's like, wow, I can't imagine what, where I'd be and what my life would be like if I hadn't. You know, that's how I feel about it. It's just completely, um, completely changed my world for the better. And that's great. So, well, you know, your own, your own angels and guides that, that got you to come the first time, you know, that's, that was like the pivot point there. So we just love you Mm -hmm. and and can't wait to see you again. Yeah, and we will. You will. <laughs> Love okay. you guys too. Well, big hugs. Take care. Yeah, hugs you too. Okay, thanks. Bye bye. Bye. Well, so um, I just have one more little thing, I believe. Let me just double check. I think I just got one more more little thing, and then um, then we're going to have Leslie, um, just to give you a heads up. Uh, yep. Okay, I got through every one except the last one, and um, so this very this last little little short one that I'm going to read is from Justin, who came um, in May with his lovely wife Ashley, and Justin says to my fellow star seeds, words cannot describe the power of the crystal quest offered by the wonderful ladies of Starseed Hotline. If you feel the call of the crystals, I implore you to honor your soul and attend. It is a life-changing event. I went with no expectations and was delighted by the powerful transformation I experienced. Before attending May's quest, I often felt lost and alone and constantly questioned the purpose of my very existence. However, now I have crystal clear clarity of why I'm here. 
For this I have much gratitude. In addition, the amount of love I received from people I've never met in this lifetime, at least, was staggering. I know I share a strong bond with each and every soul who attended, and I feel lucky to have the privilege of calling them family. If there is any doubt you will not bond with anyone, drop the notion, listen to your heart, and realize the call is real. I'm certain you will have no regrets. I definitely plan to attend multiple events in the future and look forward to what those experiences will offer in terms of my own growth as well as the continued expansion and evolution of the raw power of the quest. Thank you so much for the love and light. Cheers, Justin. You were a definite light, you and Ashley both, Justin, so thanks so much for sending that in. And uh, we are going to... um, be talking to Leslie, and Leslie, you're going to be wrapping it up for us. So, um, let's see. I know I saw you on here. Just let me keep. There you are. Okay. <laughs> I'm used to having the switchboard be so full. As soon as I get the Hi mic there. open here. Hey, Leslie. How are Hi, you? I get to end it. What a what an honor. Yeah. Well, you're, yeah. You're. The, I'm so excited. You. Know, I've never called in before. Um, and I am really want to share, just, I know we're running out of time, so I'll not be very long, but, um, you, know, you know, as a trauma therapist and working with crystals for 30 years, I was so amazed when I started listening to Starseed Hotline just last November and heard about Athena's birthday and Crystal Quest, and suddenly I decided I'm going to put the money out and even spend a day before and after just to be able to be in that energy. And I was, now I know I was being guided by my angels and guides. It it wasn't me. And uh, the minute I met all of you three goddesses, Lavendar and Ariel and Tammy, I just felt, it's true. I really do feel at home. Um, you guys really walk your talk. You know, it's not the, for show at all. I mean, I learned so much from Lavendar. Those few days on the March uh, Crystal Quest were just too short. Even with my extra days on the day on the front and the back, it was way too short. I was trying to explain to a friend what I did this day and this day, and it was it was just like a blur, and yet. I feel I grew so much. Um, the 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 ceremony at the fire with Tammy and her pulling in the Tula history. I mean, that that touched me very very deeply. I mean, I just know that I was there in a past life. There's no doubt about it. I feel why I want to come back again and again. Um, the, the it, even the hot springs that I soaked in felt so comforting and healing. Um, I just, but like everybody has said, it's the people, the people that I I met. Um, I think the three of you um, set up such a beautiful space that we just. And and you're like a tuning fork, and you tuned us in, brought us in, and then we 
found each other, and there wasn't enough time at the meals or in between to connect with everyone. And that's another reason to go back. There's just so much more I want to learn. Not to say that I'm not um, emailing and talking to people that I met there, because I am um, sharing time outside of that time and place. Um, what else can I say? Um, I guess the last thing I want to say is just that, Tammy, your your music and and your voice and I mean, Ariel, your music and voice and Tammy's lyrics are just so encouraging and uplifting and and funny and and empowering. I mean, I just everything was just so for us for us participants you just helped us all the way to the very end the very end the empowerment ceremony was was life-changing and that's why i was so glad i had that extra day to just keep absorbing that powerful ceremony deep deep into my bones and i've come back different i've i set better boundaries I believe more in myself. I think I always felt that I needed somebody to say, okay, now, Leslie, you've passed and you're a healer or, you know, you can help people. And and now I just know that I can do it. It is a part of me, and I don't need anybody else to tell me that. So there are so many wonderful moments and people um, that have affected me and that I carry with me every day. I think of you every day. Well, I went on for quite a while. You know, and it, I mean, it will continue. Um, I mean, we've had we've had so many wonderful people, and um, as everyone has been saying, it just it keeps getting stronger and stronger. Uh, and and just when we think we got it tweaked out, like here, this is the ultimate, then. We learn something else, like, oh, no, we'll do that. Now it's really the ultimate, and we keep tweaking it, thinking we've got it, you know. But we just set the stage, and it's the people. It's your quest, and everyone, yeah. I mean, everyone it, has you different said it so, things. It, in such a safe way, you know, that's so important. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't have a better environment than mm-hmm. the crystal capital of the world on a you know a, a wildlife preserve in in that pristine area so that I mean the backdrop for the energies that's there you know and then and in the evening when in. the spaceship came into the lake and I took pictures that I couldn't see anything but then in the photo I could see all the movement that was amazing too oh yeah 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 everybody everybody usually gets a little thrill <laughs> at one point you know, because there's ships there just all the time. So yeah, it it continues to unfold, you know. And and when you come back, it'll be a little different than it was before. It'll still be wonderful, but you'll get something different, you know, because you know the people, especially people that have come like you know six or seven times, they keep they keep getting something different, you know. Obviously. Why would right. you keep coming back if it was just a rerun? You know? <laughs> so. Right, and, and Tammy's unfolding new pieces or she's channeling too, so with the tuas and so I'm sure I'm hoping to come back for the um the Pleiadian lineup and um so I I'm excited to, to see what has all changed and 
and evolved since March. Well, yeah, yeah, and we have we have changed um, quite a bit already, so uh, won't spoil the surprise. But yeah, we have um, we've upgraded a lot of a lot of things about it, um, and just keep tweaking it out. Yeah. So, well, if anybody is not sure that this is what they want, as, as you've heard all this whole hour or so, hour and a half. Um, yeah. It's it's life changing and you deserve it. So tune inside and and you'll get the message. It's, one of these will just touch you and before you know it, you'll say, you know what? I'll make that money back and you will. It's a well invested yeah. time and um, and plane trip to get there. Well, <clears throat> thank you so much for calling in. Um, and and it's just you all. so wonderful, wonderful to hear everyone's voice and and uh, and I know that a lot of people are going to be listening to this um, later on in the week, and for all of our all of our questers that listen later on in the week, um, we're thinking about you and send all kinds of love and hugs until we meet again. You bet. Bye. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. So, um, uh, Lavender and Tammy, I'm about to wrap up. Is there anything you want to add? Yes, this is Lavender. The August um, meeting that we're going to have is going to be quite different, I think, than probably the the Pleiadian lineup. And the reason for that is uh, in August of 1987, when we had that August harmonic convergence, that was a time when a lot of of ET ships came in and went back and forth uh, over several sections of the country to activate star seeds that were on the planet. In other words, a lot of DNA was activated then, uh, and and also the kids that were born after 1980, they seemed to be rising up and wanting to be in alignment with this August 20th um, happening. And I'm finding that so many people that have these star markings that align to uh, 26 Leo in your chart or 26 Aquarius in your chart seems to be the ones that are strongly aligned to this uh, August Harmonic Convergence of 1987. And what that tells me is the upgrades are happening every August. Whether you're with us or wherever you are on the planet, there's going to be an upgrade that happens in your DNA. You'll go to bed thinking one thing, on the 19th and on the 20th, you'll wake up and go, "Oh wow, I think I've changed my mind about that." It's such a uh, a distinctive difference in in harmonics from from one day, one day to the next when we're talking about August 20th, and also it's a time when we are coming together in alignment that um, brings us into circle that cannot be broken. Because in times past, there's a lot of us that were engaged in, in a lot of experiments on the planet. And, of course, we, all of us were involved in the breaking of the links. And that's why we're back again to align to, to bring the links back together. And that seems to be what's happening with all of our quests, but especially the one that's coming this August. This one in August has a, a different ring, a different tone to it. And I'm really looking forward to seeing the people that decide to come in August. 
Well, having the um, solar eclipse and a new moon <coughs> for August. Oh, that's yeah, absolutely. That's going to add another layer of um, emphasis and um, not your ordinary August. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so the um, August Harmonic Convergence quest will be August the 18th through the 21st from Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And um, the uh, eclipse is on... Is it on the 20th or the 21st? I, I I knew that last week, but this week I don't know it. <laughs> um, but it's while we're going to be there. And then the Pleiadian lineup um, gathering is um, November 17 through 20. And if you have um, at least one galactic marking on your natal chart, you are eligible to come and participate Um any any planet at 25, 26, 27, any house cusp at 25, 26, or 27. So um, let us know if you're interested. I'll send you all the info that you need and send your um, inquiry to crystals, that is plural, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L-S, at starseedhotline.com, and I'll send you all the info that you'll need. And we'll look forward to more wonderful gatherings of star seeds in the crystal capital of the world. So, um, Tammy, do you have anything you want to... Are you still here? Uh, yeah, if, oh, yeah, if yeah, you're yeah, hearing yeah. the call and you're yearning to be with family, this is a soul family reunion. I used to hide at family reunions. This one I cannot wait for. <laughs> and if you're ready to have that upgrade, that experience that cannot be defined, and you feel it in your in your very blood crystals, please come and join us. I look forward to meeting you. And we got a big hug waiting for you. So um, with that, from all of us here at Starseed Radio Academy, um, we wish you a wonderful week. And until we are back next week, please remember, count your blessings every day in order to manifest more. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Starseed Radio Academy. Visit our website at www.starseedhotline.com. 